The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Well, the politicians have spoken, the people have spoken, everybody has spoken, and now Mother Nature has got something to say about uh, how the planet looks at the moment. Uh, not such good news coming in from Turkey and Syria and, of course, the Holy Land for that matter. Joining us now, Rolin Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Rolin, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Good afternoon. Not good news at all. And uh, before we get into any of the updates, because there are a lot coming in from Israel's side, our thoughts and our prayers, and I know they seem so small in comparison to to what has happened both in Turkey and in Syria. Uh, I think the death toll now is almost at 2,000 in Turkey. From what we are hearing coming in from White Helmet and an NGO operating in Syria, the death toll is at about 700. A really, really uh, extraordinary way to wake up this morning. The effects of the two earthquakes that occurred, one just before dawn this morning, 7.8 on the Richter scale, one at about uh, 12 o'clock today, 7.5 on the Richter scale felt as far as where I am in, in Modi in Israel, our home front command issuing the preparedness uh, alerts and uh, also coming in uh, just about an hour ago before we get into all of uh, Israel's responses because there are quite a lot mm-hmm. residents of Beit She'an Valley and Beit She'an that is uh, very close to the, the West Bank have been asked to please boil water uh, in light of the earthquake. So we are feeling the, mm-hmm. the tremors, the effects of this earthquake as far afield as Israel. Uh, Rolene, okay, um, so much going on, so much to, so much to look into, so much to, to ask. So right now, um, uh, nothing happening at the moment. When was the last, uh, the last tremors that you, that you sensed, uh, regarding the, the second, uh, earthquake? The last tremors that we sensed were about just before lunchtime, Israel time. Okay. And okay, so let's get into the nitty gritty of everything now. So many countries have responded. Uh, the international community is standing by to assist uh, Turkey and Syria, and of course now there will be assistance needed for for Israel in a way. We'll get to that in a moment. But uh, for now, what is Israel's stance position regarding assistance on the matter? Well, first of all, uh, I, I want to be clear: Israel does not need response. Um, Israel is. Uh, one of the first countries to respond to this, as we do for any humanitarian disaster around the world, regardless uh, of whether or not we have diplomatic relations with the country. Having said that, we have embarked on Operation Olive Branch. We've already dispatched the nice. first of two Israeli mm-hmm. teams to, to Turkey. We've got a small team, a small home front command team already dispatched who will be on the ground in Turkey to assess the damage and what is needed. And then we will have a secondary team, which will be a full IDF rescue and medical team, uh, as well as humanitarian aid. That will leave um, a little later today. Our first team is already on its way to Turkey. Israel, one of the first to respond. According to President Erdogan, 45 countries have offered aid. Israel, as uh, we have been termed by the United Nations, the best 
the most elite search and rescue in the world. And we've seen it so many times, whether it be in Haiti, in Mexico, in Japan, uh, uh, as recent as Surfside in Miami just two years ago, and mm-hmm. now our teams on their way to uh, to Turkey. We have also um, offered aid that has been accepted to Syria. So far, the aid will be tents, blankets, medicine, and the offer of treating Syrian civilians impacted by the the earthquake in uh, medical care. Whether or not we are sending anybody in remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we do, it will also will not be the first time that Israel has assisted with humanitarian aid into Syria. We only have to go back a couple of years to Operation Good Neighbor, mm-hmm. which saw the IDF not only going in on a daily basis, to assist Syrians needing medical attention, bringing them into hospitals here in Israel, but also with evacuating um, Syrian civilians uh, and members of White Helmet to safety. So Israel's response has been extraordinary. Uh, We have had our foreign minister speak to his Turkish counterpart to express our condolences and offer whatever aid is needed, but uh, this quake just absolutely massive. The the tremors being felt here. Our home front command issuing preparedness warnings across mm-hmm. uh, Israel as well. Interestingly, Roland, if I can just to revisit the Syrian uh, position stance. I know this is a humanitarian effort, and uh, there should be neutrality. And uh, you know, humanitarian assistance is first and foremost. Um, hopefully, there won't be any. Well, there there are some different political differences uh, regarding Israel and Syria. We hope that doesn't come into play. Well, I'm glad you bring that up because actually uh, Israel and Syria are in a state of war. We are technically mm-hmm. in a state of war. We do not rec- well, it, Syria does not recognize Israel. We do not have formal diplomatic relations. Now, having said that, when we embarked on Operation Good Neighbor, this was in the middle of a civil war. The impact that it has on the hearts and minds of ordinary Syrian civilians. They will never forget uh, coming into Israel to have life-saving medical help, whether it be um, uh, receiving medication uh, or or surgery, whatever they needed at at the cost of uh, the Israeli taxpayer, Israel gave it to them. And uh, I've had several messages, some very, very distasteful messages, and I really abhor these kinds of, of messages that I get in incidents like this where people say, yes, but you know, with all the good that Israel does, it won't be appreciated in BDS, blah, 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 blah. Let me be very, very clear. We in Israel don't care about whether or not we're liked or disliked when it comes to, to these kinds of uh, issues. We care about saving lives. That is uh, our obligation as a, a nation and as a people, and that is ingrained in the morals and the ethos of the IDF, which is uh, the sanctity of life. So uh, we don't care whether or not we have diplomatic relations with you. If you need to be rescued and your life needs to be saved, 
we are going to do it and we don't need a thanks. Indeed, it sounds just like cheap trolling. I mean, that's what comes across there, Rolene. Uh, Israel just must forge forward and uh, conduct itself, as you've just mentioned, continuing with its humanitarian efforts and crisis and ignore these trolls that uh, pollute the, well, you say, social media platforms or whatever communication waves they choose to. Let's move on now to the Foreign Affairs Minister Cohen off to Ukraine. Ukraine makes huge demands ahead of the Foreign Minister visit what's going on here yeah well uh, this will be the first visit by a official from the Israeli government since the start of the war last year I think it would be just a couple of days from marking that one year anniversary just uh, absolutely um, shattering what has happened but uh, the um, foreign ministry in Kiev have put forward some of their We'll call them requests, Michael. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. They are mm. quite strong requests right. and, uh, and, and demands. So they have requested a $500 million loan from the state of Israel. They also want a clear public statement against the Russian invasion. Now, we have had in the past from Foreign Minister Lapid and we have had from Prime Minister uh, Bennett uh, um, you know, very, uh, you know, making it quite clear that we stand with the people of Ukraine. And um, uh, we've spoken again and again and again and again on, uh, on the, the Israel report that Israel is in a very precarious position here. You know, we've got to straddle strong bilateral, bilateral relations between both countries very carefully and also take cognizance of the fact that we do have Russia on our doorstep uh, and we have to coordinate with them when we strike Iranian targets uh, in, in Syria. Uh, you know, it's not that easy to, sure. to take such a, a stand. Uh, very, very delicate political minefield, which I'm sure Foreign Minister Eddie Cohen uh, will communicate to his Ukrainian counterpart. And uh, they've also requested for hundreds of Ukrainian soldiers and civilians to come into Israel and be treated in a hospital. And I just want to reiterate uh, once again, uh, since the start of the invasion, since that first day, Israel has been present on the ground, whether it was with the field hospital, the only one that was actually put up uh, so far during this war, or our NGOs, Israel Flying Aid, Israel Aid, our foreign ministry, the Jewish Agency for Israel, uh, and uh, many, 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 many other governmental and non-governmental organizations helping on the ground. We spoke as recent as last week about the ambulance dispatched from our Ministry of right. Defense. Mm-hmm. So humanitarian aid on the ground has been non-stop in the past year. Rolling, just uh, a quick question. I just got up just under a minute to go. Uh, the third question I wanted to run by you regarding the president pleading for pause to the judicial overall. The protests are growing and the justice minister refuses the pause. <laughs> What's happening here? I d- <laughs> It's absolutely, it's, it's yeah. dumbfounding. We have had a, a request from the president uh, to have the opportunity to address everybody's concerns, to, to bring in all parties, uh, asking for a pause so that we can have um, meaningful discussions around reform. Benny Gantz, the leader of um, the Kahol uh, Levan, 
uh, also part of the opposition, laying forward, you know, his framework of, of how he sees possible dialogue happening. Uh, we've heard from the, the President of the Supreme Court, Esther Chayut, also making a request. Please pause this so that we can have discussion and the, the Justice Minister absolutely refusing to. Okay, but Rolene, sorry about that. <laughs> I just got a bit uh, tied up here in the studio. Rolene, um, yeah, we're going to leave it at that for now. We have run out of time. Always a pleasure. Always great having you on the show and chatting to you about what's happening in the Holy Land. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day, Rolene. Take care. Have a blessed evening. Our correspondent from Israel, Rolene Marks, telling us the latest on what's going on in the Holy Land. Uh, plenty going on there.